Yo, what is up, everybody? What is up? What is up? We are back. We are back in action. Yes, it has been so long. It has been a couple weeks, actually, since I recorded an episode for all things NFL. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy past couple weeks. I'm not going to lie, just going through some personal issues, having to address personal needs and personal matters. Stepped away from my podcast for a little bit, but we're back now. We're back. We're back at the right time. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do a podcast before the Bills and Rams game. I wanted to do a little preview, but I know I mentioned in one of my podcasts that I had the Bills walking into L.A. and beating the Rams, and they did. They did. So I'm sorry about that. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do a game preview, but I'm here with the game recap. And I just wanted to say I missed you guys. I missed talking to you guys. Past couple weeks, been crazy. It's been on me. But hey, we're back in action, all right? We're back in action. We're getting settled in. And it's the NFL season. It's the NFL season. Boys and girls, men and women, children of all ages, it's the NFL season. And your boy is here. All things NFL with yours truly, Andy Seep, your host. Glad to be back in action, guys. Glad to be back in action. And look, it's crazy. The NFL season, we've all been waiting for it. Last time football was played in February, the Super Bowl, obviously, Rams versus Bengals. We had one of those Super Bowl teams playing in the first game, the Rams. They went against the Buffalo Bills. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. Watching that game, I knew the Bills were going to win, but I did not expect them to win like that. I didn't. Bills' defense just looked superior. They just looked amazing, and I'm going to let you know right now, my personal opinion, the loss of Andrew Whitworth was felt in the offensive tackle position. OBJ not being there, I feel like that was felt as well. I feel like that was felt as well. I know the Rams, they brought in Allen Robinson to be the wide receiver number two opposite of Cooper Cup, and Robinson, his first game as a Ram, all right, I'm not going to say he did you know, I'm not going to say he did bad, all right? But definitely not what I expected from him. And he only had one catch for 12 yards. That was crazy. That was crazy. I expected I expected him to have a couple more catches. I know his first game as a Ram, you got to get adjusted. You got to get used to the offense. I know they have all of training camp, all the preseason. You know, he didn't really play as much in preseason, obviously just being one of the starting receivers. So it's definitely tough. I'm going to be honest with you, Stafford. I don't know. It's just, I don't know with Stafford. Like, I don't want to hate on Stafford watching the game recap, watching the film. It's just, he looked uncomfortable out there, all right? And now, I'm not an NFL quarterback by any means, all right? Stafford is light years better than I ever will be a quarterback. And I don't even play quarterback. But I could tell the absence of Andrew Whitworth. And OBJ was felt offensively. It really was. At Stafford, his stats, 29 for 41. Only 12 incompletions. Not bad. 240 yards. Had the one touchdown to Cooper Cup. But he had three interceptions. Now, one of those interceptions, I know it was kind of a high pass in the middle of the field. Cup looked like he was running a 10 to 15 yard in route. And the ball placement just wasn't there. Came off a cup hand. And Jordan Poyer... Bill Safety made a spectacular play on the ball to get the interception. 
it's tough. It's tough. I know Rams fans listening to this podcast. That's a tough loss. Like I said, Stafford's stats, 29-41, a touchdown, three interceptions. Ronnie, it didn't even look like the Rams could get anything going right. Cam Akers had three carries for zero yards, which is crazy. It just seemed like Cam Akers was nowhere to be found this game. He only had three touches, zero yards, didn't have anything at all receiving. Daryl Henderson, he had 13 rushes, 47 yards. It's just Stafford had more rushing yards than Cam Akers, and Stafford ran the ball once. That's how That's how the run game went for the Rams. Receiving Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup. All right, 13 receptions, 128 yards, one touchdown. He did his thing, all right? Cooper Cup did his thing. But looking at all the others, Tyler Higby, tight end for the Rams. He had five receptions, 39 yards. Daryl Henderson, the running back, five receptions, 26 yards. Ben Skoranek, he had four receptions for 25 yards. And then talking about Allen Robinson, the one reception for 12 yards. And then Brandon Powell, one reception for 10 yards. Just offensively, that just didn't look like the Rams offense. It just didn't. And I was shocked. And... I don't know if the loss of Kevin O'Connell, an offensive coordinator, I don't know if that had somewhat of an impact. I know Sean McVay is a play caller for the Rams, but you do have a new offensive coordinator. you got to feel that impact loss. You have to feel that impact loss. Like I said, you also lost Whitworth, OBJ. Even though OBJ was with the team half the season, he made a big impact when he was with the team, especially in the Super Bowl before he got hurt. Whitworth, he was an anchor on that offensive line. I don't know if that loss of Kevin O'Connor, I don't know how big of a factor it played, but it definitely played somewhat of a factor. I know that. Defensively for the Rams, Troy Hill, he had an interception. That was great. It was a great play on the ball going up against, I know, Jameson Crowder up in the middle of the field. Terrell Lewis, one of the Rams linebackers, I know he had a pick, but that wasn't really Josh Allen's fault who threw the pick. It came off of Isaiah McKenzie's hands. Terrell Lewis was in there for it. Defensively, Bobby Wagner, he got a sack. Aaron Donald, he got a sack. But let's talk about the man himself, Jalen Ramsey. The best corner in the league. Now, Jalen Ramsey's a dog, all right? Regardless of how he played, he's still a dog, all right? We know he's still the best corner in the league, but hey. Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, he just, he just went at him, he just went at him, and it was crazy, and I believe Jalen Ramsey did allow a perfect pass rating, one against him, of 158, it's just crazy, and one of the touchdowns that was on him, Stephon Diggs just ran a deep route to the outside, and it looked like Jalen Ramsey thought he was going to have safety help over the top, but he just didn't. So I don't really know if that's miscommunication to coverage, but regardless, Ramsey, he did get cooked by Stephon Diggs. Now, Stephon Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league. He's a top five receiver in the league, in my opinion. Route running is amazing. He's the best route runner in the league. I believe he is. Ramsey, he's the best cover corner in the league. Man-to-man, Ramsey is the best cover corner in the league, but it didn't look like it. Did not look like it at all Thursday night, but hey, it's one game, all right? It's one game. We know Ramsey's the best corner in the league. We know everyone would take Ramsey on their team in a heartbeat. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Rams pass rush, they felt the loss of Von Miller. 
And Von Miller, he was on the Rams for only half this season, last season. But they felt the loss. They felt the absence. Like I said, Bobby Wagner had one sack. Aaron Donald had one sack. And I actually want to talk about Aaron Donald. Now, watching the Bills and Rams games, Chris Collinsworth had it up on TV. He had the next-gen stats. And Aaron Donald, when he was one-on-one against Bills' offensive line, he was getting back there quick. But they talked about how Josh Allen just threw the ball out there quicker. And it was crazy. And Josh Allen noticed that when they had Aaron Donald one-on-one, he knew he had to get the ball out quick, and he did. And that allowed Aaron Donald just to get one sack. And that... The Bills' offense came out and played. They did. And obviously, looking at the Bills' offensive stats, Josh Allen, 26 for 31. 26 for 31, only five incompletions, 297, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He had the one interception where it wasn't his fault, like I said, came off of Isaiah McKenzie's hand. The next one, Troy Hill made a great play, but he had four total touchdowns. He had the three touchdowns passing then he had the one rushing 10 carries 56 yards and that that rushing touchdown he like it was a great great like I don't know like all pro six-time all pro Bobby Wagner and you just like basically basketball over the top of his head reach the ball get it across the goal line that was amazing that was amazing Devin Singletary rushing he had eight carries for 48 yards. Zach Moss, six carries for 15 yards. And James Cook, rookie running back who they drafted in the second round, one carry for two yards. And that one carry, he fumbled. His first carry in the NFL, he fumbled. Didn't get any more carries after that. And that's got to be tough for a rookie. Your first carry in the NFL, you fumbled. Now, who does that remind you guys of? Do any of you guys know? If you guys do know, Kansas City Chiefs running back. Kareem Hunt, who did not fumble at all throughout his entire college career, fumbles the first play of his NFL career. But what happened that game? Kareem Hunt had an amazing game. James Cook, unfortunately, doesn't have the Kareem Hunt story, fumbles his first play, doesn't get a carry after that. That's tough. That really is. Receiving, Stephon Diggs. He proved that he's one of the league's best receivers. He did, and he went against the league's best corner. And that's how you prove you're the best. You go against the best. Eight receptions, 122 yards, one touchdown. It was crazy. It was crazy. I believe next-gen stats had it. Stephon Diggs against Jalen Ramsey. Stephon Diggs had six of seven targets where he caught when he was against Jalen Ramsey. He was targeted seven times against Jalen Ramsey. He caught six of those. One of those was a touchdown. And Stephon Diggs, I don't know if you saw it, but he was doing the little pat on the top of his head, letting him know, hey, I got you. He let Jalen Ramsey know he got him. He was arguing with some of the Rams fans. He was saying, I'm him on the sideline. He was letting everybody know he's him. And, hey, he is. Top five receiver, best route runner in the league. Stephon Diggs, you had yourself a day. You had yourself a day. And the Bills, they're scary, man. They're scary this year, I'm telling you. Taking a look at Gabe Davis, four receptions, 88 yards, one touchdown. He had the deep ball that he caught, and then he also had the little, you know, delay out route that he caught wide open, ran it wide open for a touchdown. Jamison Crowder, three receptions, 
28 yards. Zach Moss had six receptions out of the backfield for 21 yards. And Isaiah McKenzie, he had the two receptions, 19 yards. He had that one touchdown. That one touchdown, a little delayed. Just ran a streak right up the middle. Josh Allen was an amazing pass. He put it right on there in between the corner and the safety. And actually, the reason why that Isaiah McKenzie touchdown is special is because once he caught the touchdown, he did a celebration. And a celebration... He actually did the gender reveal for his sister, which I don't know if you guys saw it. And I was kind of confused about what he yelled during the game, but I saw it on Instagram where he caught the touchdown. He stared into the camera and he yelled, it's a boy. And he did that for his sister's gender reveal, which that's that's an amazing way to do a gender reveal. Congratulations to his sister, baby boy. That's amazing. Congratulations, Isaiah McKenzie, for getting the touchdown. Devin Singletary, two receptions, 14 yards. Dawson Knox, who just signed a brand new contract, only had the one reception for five yards. But, hey, Bill's offense, props to you against one of the league's best defenses. You put on the show 31 points. That's amazing. Let's talk about this Bill's defense, though. And, man, this Bill's defense, three interceptions, seven sacks, seven sacks. And that's crazy. And who led it? Who led those sacks? Who led the team in sacks? None other than two-time Super Bowl champion, one-time Super Bowl MVP, Von Miller, going against his former team from a year ago. Von Miller was just... It's crazy because Chris Collinsworth talked about it. It's like as soon as Von Miller comes to the Bills, all of a sudden, all like the Bills have all these pass rushers. And they did. Jordan Phillips, amazing. He had one-and-a-half sacks. AJ Benezza from Iowa, one-and-a-half sacks. Boogie Basham, they call him. First name Carlos, but Boogie Basham from Wake Forest. He had a sack. Gregory Rousseau, their first round pick, he had a sack. It's just crazy. And Von Miller was, this is exactly what the Bills pass rush needed. A veteran, champion, one of the all-time greats, Von Miller. And that was on full display. Seven sacks, Stafford. I feel for you, man. I feel for you. I really do. Dane Jackson had one interception. Carlos Basham, the boogie Basham, had one interception. And then Jordan Poyer, I talked about athletic play. When it came off of Cooper Cup's hand, dove for it. Amazing interception. And, hey, Bills won 31-10. And, hey, 413 total yards on the Bills offense. Rams offense only had 243. Rams had 3.7 yards per play. That's... You're not going to win a lot of games if you're averaging less than four yards a play. Seven sacks allowed by the Rams. They punted four times. The Bills didn't even punt once, which is crazy. Didn't punt once, which is crazy. Third down efficiency. Bills, nine of ten. Rams under 50%, six of 13. And, hey, if you can't get off the field on third down, you're not going to win a lot of games. And the Rams defense just couldn't. Props to the Bills, 31-10. 1-0, Rams 0-1-1, but hey, it's not the end of the world for the Rams. We know that. They're the NFC best, all right? They're the NFC best team. They're the reigning NFC champions. They're the reigning Super Bowl champions. They're going to have a target on their back this year, all right? But that doesn't mean after this one loss, it's against a really, really great Bills team that's Super Bowl favorites in a lot of people's eyes, and they have the MVP favorites in a lot of people's eyes with Josh Allen. This is not it for the Rams. Jalen Ramsey said it himself. They got their asses beat. Plain and simple. But we all know the Rams. They're going to be one of the top seeds in the NFC. They're going to be back in the playoffs. Hey, 
Super Bowl hangover is real. They felt it. They're going to get it back in blood. Bills, 31. Rams, 10. That's the recap for week one, everybody. We just finished talking about the Bills and Rams. Now we're going to talk about my team, of course. A couple of minutes real quick. Vikings against Packers, week one game. Slated for 325. Packers at Vikings. Hey, doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better than that. These two teams last year split the series 1-1. Packers won at home. Vikings won at home. And hey, I expect a similar outcome this game, like how it was. This game is going to go one or two ways, all right? It's going to go either how it went last year when the Vikings beat the Packers at home or how the Packers, they beat the Vikings at home. Like, it's going to be a close game or it's going to be a blowout. I'm sorry. I love the Vikings, but we're not blowing out Green Bay, all right? They got Aaron Rodgers, all right? One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, all right? The Vikings, this is going to be a close game, all right? I'm letting you know it's going to be a close game, but it's a game I, f- I feel like they're going to win. I feel like the Vikings are going to win this game. Now, let's talk about Green Bay. Let's talk about their wide receivers, all right? You lose Devonta Adams. He gets traded to Green Bay. You draft Christian Watson. You bring in Sammy Watkins. All right, Romeo Dubs had an amazing preseason. Hey, Rodgers, look, even though he did lose one of the best receivers in the league in Devontae Adams, they did get a lot younger receiving core, all right? You have Christian Watson, your second-round pick. Sammy Watkins, veteran wide receiver. Alan Lazard, Romeo Dubs. They also do have, what is his name, Randall Cobb, all right? Amari Rodgers they have. Let's not act like the Packers don't have receivers. They got receivers and they have speed for receivers, all right? It's going to take some getting used to, yes, but the Packers do have receivers, all right? They got the two-headed monster at running backs with Aaron Jones and then Quadzilla himself, A.J. Dillon. Tight end Robert Tunnin's a good tight end. I really want to talk about this Packers defense, though, and I feel like they got better. Even with the loss of Darius Smith, too, of course, our Minnesota Vikings, Quay Walker drafted in the first round. Devontae Wyatt drafted in the first round. They have a great safety tandem with Darnell Savage and then also Adrian Amos. They have a top five corner in the league with Jair Anderson, Alexander. One of the better pass rushers in the league, Rashawn Gary. Devontae Campbell, middle linebacker. Eric Stokes, cornerback. Sewell Douglas, who was a great cornerback for them last year. This Packers defense, hey, they have the potential to be one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best defense. And it's going to show. It's going to show. It really will. But, hey, we're Minnesota, all right? We got this. We got this. But the only thing I'm worried about, first game for new head coach Kevin O'Connell. How are the players going to be, all right? How are they going to be under the new system? I know they had all offseason, all training camp, preseason. But, hey, the starters didn't play in preseason. They didn't play in preseason. Once you go live, hey, I know they had joint practices in the offseason in the training camp, but hey, starters didn't play in the preseason. So it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different, but the Vikings, they do have the better offense. I will say the Vikings do have a better offense than Green Bay. Green Bay, they have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but the Vikings, in my opinion, do have the better offense. All right. They got, obviously, Captain Kirk, our quarterback. You got Dalvin Cook at running back. You got the league's best receiver, in my opinion, Justin Jefferson, a receiver. Adam Thielen. 
You have KJ Osborne. Irv Smith will be back. He will play. We all know about the Vikings, right? We know Justin Jefferson, what he can do. We know Dalvin Cook, what he can do. Adam Thielen, KJ Osborne, Irv Smith. This Vikings offense, we know they can put up points. But this game, what side of the ball for the Vikings will determine the outcome? It's the defense. Newly pass rushers Darius Smith, we brought over from Green Bay. He'll be playing opposite of Daniel Hunter. You obviously have Harrison Smith back there, all right? We brought in Harrison Phillips, defensive tackle. Jordan Smith at the linebacker. Patrick Peterson came back. You have Dalvin Tomlinson. You have Eric Kendricks, all pro safety. Look, safeties, Cam Bynum, all right? Chandon Sullivan, new corner. You have Cameron Dantzler. You have Pat Pete. You have your second-round pick, Andrew Booth Jr. You have first-round pick, Lewisine. Look, our defense on paper did get better, but hey, doesn't matter what you put on paper. It matters what you put on the field, all right? You ask me, hey, I feel like Rodgers is going to have a good day against our secondary, but I don't feel like it's going to be good enough, all right? I don't want to talk down on the Vikings, but I also have to be realistic. Rodgers in the past has torched our secondary, all right? He has. I feel like it would be a little bit better, and I do feel like the Vikings are going to win, and I feel like the defense is going to get the job done. They're going to get it done, all right? They have to get it done, all right? There's no other way they don't get it done. And, hey, even then, we'll have to see how it goes. Special teams, we know we have Greg the Leg, who had an amazing, amazing offseason, amazing training camp, amazing preseason. They also added special teams, Jalen Rager, who they traded for, for from Philadelphia. He's going to be wide receiver four, but he's our starting punt returner. That's going to be interesting to see. That's going to be interesting to see. But, hey, if you ask me quick game preview, Vikings versus Packers, obviously I'm going to have the Vikings winning, but I feel like it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say let's go 31-28, all right? Greg DeLay, game-winning field goal, just like he did last season against Green Bay, 31-28. Vikings are going to win. You're at home. You got to win. You got to win. There's no way you can lose this game. Devontae Adams is no longer on the team. You stole Darius Smith from Green Bay. All the pieces you brought in on defense, what you have on offense, you have to win this game, and I feel like they will. I really do feel like they will. Hey, Skull, let's get it going, all right? Let's get it going, guys. Vikings going to win. Hey, if they don't, don't at me. Don't come at me, all right? Hey, I don't play for them. I'm a fan, diehard fan, but I don't play for them. If I did play for them, you already know we getting the dub. <laughs> Anyways, Vikings going to win 31-28. All right, all right, all right. We just finished talking about the Vikings and Packers. We got a big slate of games this Sunday. Week one. Week one, baby. Come on. Week one, let's obviously start off with the Bills and Rams. And hey, we're going to get right into it, all right? We're going to get right into it. We're going to have these games, all right? So these slate of games, we already know these afternoon slate of games. Look, Eagles-Lions. Eagles traveling to Detroit. Detroit was on HBO Hard Knocks. I did not see the Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions, but I know Dan Campbell. I know he's shifting the culture. The Lions, hey, Aiden Hutchinson, their second overall pick in the draft. I'm not going to give the Lions a W. I will say the Eagles are going to win. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. You just added James Bradbury on the defensive side, Hassan Reddick. Eagles, on paper, have a better roster. I feel like on the field they'll have the better roster, too. 
Eagles, I will say, will beat the Lions. But that's a game that, hey, at home against Detroit, I feel like this game is going to come down to the wire between Detroit and Philly. really do. Second game we got here, we got the 49ers against the Bears. Now, the Bears, <laughs> you lost Allen Robinson. You lost Khalil Mack. You were almost going to lose Raquan Smith. He's playing out the final year of his contract. I mean, the Bears, they really are in a rebuild mode, all right? Let's be honest. They really are in a rebuild mode, and that's fine because you have Justin Fields, who's going to enter his second year, his first year as a full-time starter. But, you know, against that 49ers defense, which is a tough defense, it's, it's going to be tough this season for the Bears, all right? 49ers, hey, Trey Lance is also entering his first year as a starter. All right, we can't forget about that. But... You want me to be honest? I feel like I feel like the 49ers are gonna be good this year with Trey Lance. I really do. You got Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Hey, 49ers against Bears. I'm gonna have to get the W to the 49ers. I just I just don't I don't see how the Bears can come away with the W. I just don't see it. No way possible. I just can't see it. 49ers will get the W against the Bears. Tommy, if you're listening, I know the Bears are your team. But come on, man, you know it. You, you know it, man. <laughs> like, 49ers are going to have to win. And Zach, hey, if you're listening, Zach, you're going against Tommy's team. Get those bragging rights. Get those bragging rights. 49ers, I feel like they'll get the dub. Steelers and Bengals, that's going to be a tough game. AFC North matchups are always tough. One of the toughest divisions in football. Hey, all eyes are going to be on the Bengals this year. Surprised. Shocked the world last year. Finished the regular season 10-7. and Won the AFC North. Won the AFC Look, all eyes are going to be on the Bengals. All eyes are going to be on Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, all right? Shocked the world last year. Everyone was expecting a bigger season, a bigger jump. I feel like the Bengals will win week one. It's going to be a close game, though. It's going to be a close game. But the Bengals, I have them winning the AFC North. And I do feel like they'll win week one against the Steelers. The Steelers actually announced that Mitchell Trubisky will be their starting quarterback, which I feel like is good. You did draft Kenny Pickett, who was the only quarterback drafted in the first round last year's not last year's draft, this year's draft. Well, this previous draft. In the future, we obviously know this is Kenny Pickett's team, but as of right now, Mitch Trubisky, I feel like, is the best option to go with. They have Najee Harris. They have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claiborne, George Pickens, NFL young boy, all right? NFL young boy, he's just a dog. Had an amazing preseason. George Pickens, he's going he's gonna to surprise a lot of people this year. I feel like as a sleeper pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I do. But, hey, George Pickens, dog from Georgia. I feel like the Bengals are going to win this game, though. Patriots versus Dolphins. Now, all eyes are on the Dolphins this year, too. They have a fast-paced offense. You have Jalen Waddell. You have Raheem Mostert. And who do you have that you traded for? Ty Rekill, the cheetah, on the Dolphins. It's going to come down to Tua. It's going to come down to Tua, baby. And, hey, look, Patriots-Dolphins, Miami, you're at home. It's a tough Patriots team just because you got Bill Belichick on the opposite end coaching. I do feel like the Dolphins are going to win. I do feel like they have the better offense. Defensively, I don't know, but you ask me. Just a quick slate, quick preview of these slated games. I will take the Dolphins to win. I will indeed take the Dolphins. Browns and Panthers. Now this I want to talk about for a little bit. Browns and Panthers. Baker Mayfield, Carolina Panthers quarterback, will play against his former team. And look, everyone for the Browns, they want to talk about Deshaun Watson. He's suspended. 
first 11 games of the season. He's going to come back against Houston. What a coincidence. But nobody wants to talk about Jacoby Brissett, who's going to be the quarterback for the Browns these first 11 games. Nobody wants to talk about Jacoby Brissett. What's the plan for Jacoby Brissett? Think about that. What's the plan for Jacoby Brissett? Jacoby Brissett, can he get the job done for the first 11 games? Can he get the job done? He was drafted by New England. All right. Then played for Indianapolis, looking at his career stats. Brissett, when he played for Indianapolis, two years he was a full-time starter. 2017, 3,098 passing yards, 13 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. 2019, 2,942 passing yards, 18 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Was a backup to Tua last year for Miami. When he started, he had... 1,283 passing yards, 5 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. Overall, career-wise, not a bad career. 7,742 passing yards, 36 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. will enter year 7. He'll be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns the first 11 games. Hey, that's going to depend on a lot of his play, all right? You'll have Amari Cooper, Donovan's People-Jones, David Njoku, it's going to be tough. You got Kareem Hunt. You got Nick Chubb, obviously one of the league's best running backs. I don't know. To be honest, I feel like the Panthers are going to win. Mayfield, I just feel like he's out for revenge week one. Like, if Mayfield, I feel like this will be his best game of the season. Like, if you'd be like, hey, what game is Mayfield just going to go out and have his best? It's going to be against Cleveland. Mayfield has some weapons. He might have a little bit more better weapons than Cleveland does. He has DJ Moore. He has Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall. We got Christian McCaffrey, who's back and healthy. Hopefully, he can stay healthy, all right? Hey, Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Kobe Brissett, all right? He is. The Panthers had the better quarterback week one. I feel like the Panthers are going to win. They're at home. They're at home. Panthers, I feel like they're going to win. Jordan, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're a Browns fan. I know you're going to give me crap. But, hey, man, I feel like the Panthers are going to win. Don't be surprised if they win. I know the Browns got Miles Garrett. I know they got Denzel Ward. I know they got dogs on defense. But, hey, it's Baker Mayfield. You don't know what to expect from him. He's unpredictable. Nick Chubb said it himself. We know Baker. We don't know what to expect. He don't know what to expect. Hey, Panthers going to get that W week one. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying. Next game, Colts versus Texans. Don't really want to talk about it that much. Texans, they're in a rebuild phase, obviously. I mean, Derek Stingley was your first-round pick, third overall. He's going to be a great corner, I feel like, in the league. Jalen Peachy was also one of your top picks. He's going to be a great corner safety as well. But Colts, they brought in Matt Ryan to be their new quarterback. And if you ask me, I feel like the Colts, I do feel like they're going to win the AFC South, all right? I do feel like they're going to win the AFC South. You have Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league. You have Michael Pittman at wide receiver. I do feel like the Colts, they're going to win this game. I don't want to say with ease because it's week one, but I do feel like they win by a comfortable two touchdowns. Colts, Texans are going to get this one. Now, the Saints and Falcons. I read out of ESPN that this will be the first matchup between the Saints and Falcons since 2005 that didn't involve either Drew Brees or Matt Ryan. And that lets you know that the NFL is changing. Like, my generation was always Matt Ryan versus Drew Brees. Drew Brees versus Matt Ryan. And that's no longer. But you want to know who's going to be at quarterback for the Saints and Falcons? Look back to the 2015 NFL Draft. Number one overall pick, Jameis Winston for the Saints. 
number two overall pick, Marcus Mariota, for the Falcons. Crazy how it comes full circle. You know what is crazy? Back in 2015, the Bucks played the Titans week one. It was the number one overall pick against the number two overall pick. Now look at it week one this season. Former number one overall pick is a former number two overall pick. Second time in their careers that Jameis Winston and Marcus Marietta will be going at each other to start out the season. The Saints, hey, they're my sleeper team this year for the Super Bowl. I promise you. They are, right? I know I'm going to say I'm going to have a lot of sleeper teams, but one of my sleeper teams is the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston, last season before he got injured, had the Saints had a 5-2 and two record, all right? 5-2 and two record. The Saints, you got Jameis Winston. You have a stout offensive line. Alvin Kamara isn't suspended. He will be ready to go week one. Michael Thomas is back. Just a couple seasons ago, he was the Offensive Player of the Year, who at the time broke the record for most receptions in the season. He's back. Jarvis Landry they brought in. Chris Olave, your first-round pick. Defense, let's talk about Tyron Matthew you brought in. You have one of the league's best corners in Marshawn Lattimore. They did trade Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. But they have one of the best defensive linemen with Cameron Hayward. One of the best linebackers, Demario Davis. The Falcons, it's going to be tough. I know you're at home, but it's going to be tough, all right? You do have Drake London, who you drafted. First receiver to be drafted last year. You have Kyle Pitts, Marcus Mariota, but it's going to be tough. You ask me, I do feel like the Saints will win by comfortable two touchdowns as well. I do feel like they'll win by comfortable two touchdowns as well. Saints, the sleeper team for the Super Bowl this year. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We got the Ravens. One of my favorite teams. Besides the Vikings, you got my boy Lamar. Obviously, my favorite player in the league. Hey, he's going to put on a clinic, all right? The Ravens and Lamar Jackson couldn't get a contract done in time. He's going to play out the remaining, his final year of his contract this season. Zach Wilson, unfortunately, will not play this game. Still recovering from a meniscus injury. He actually won't play until week five, which sucks. So you're going to have four weeks at Joe Flacco. You're going to have four weeks of Joe Flacco going against his former team, which he won a Super Bowl with, Super Bowl MVP. The Jets is a lot to be excited for, though. They're going about the rebuild right. Ahmad Gardner, you have Garrett Wilson, you have Jermaine Johnson, your three first-round picks. Hey, they're going about it right. You have Brees Hall, but I don't know, man. The Ravens, I just feel like Lamar, he's going to, it's going to be his week. He's going to go out week one. He's going to win AFC Offensive Player of the Week. He might win Offensive Player of the Week, and he's going to prove to everyone why he deserves that massive contract. I feel like the Ravens are going to win also by comfortable two touchdowns. Comfortable two touchdowns, or it might be a close game, but I do feel like the Ravens will win. Not with ease, but comfortably. Now, this was a week one matchup that I said way back then, a couple weeks ago, that I just wasn't really excited for. The Jaguars and Commanders? That's an interesting week one game. I mean, hey. Go crazy. You ask me, Commanders, new quarterback Carson Wentz. Jaguars have Trevor Lawrence. I don't know who's going to win this game. The Jaguars, they have the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker. I don't know who's going to win this game. Do I want to say the Jaguars? Do I want to say the Commanders? I don't know. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. But I feel like the Commanders are a little bit better team than the Jaguars. But I don't know who's going to win this game. It's a toss-up. You ask me, it's a toss-up. I don't know who's going to win. I don't even know who I'm leaning towards. Jaguars, Commanders, hey. Go crazy, guys. Week one at Commanders. Interesting week one game, but I like it. I kind of like it. I feel like that's going to be a... I feel like that's going to be a low-key underrated game, and I might have to tune into it. Low-key underrated game. Giants and Titans, man. Hey, the Titans. You lost A.J. Brown. Harold Landry is out for the season. 
Harold Landry, your best pass rusher, is out for the season. That's going to be dearly missed. Offensively, you did lose A.J. Brown, but you did bring in Robert Woods. You did draft Chandler Burks first overall. You still have Derrick Henry. I do feel like the Titans are going to win, but, man, I feel like it's going to be a tough season for the Titans. It really is. You lose Harold Landry, it's going to be a tough season. You still have Jeffrey Simmons. You have Kevin Byard. You're going to have Caleb Fire, who you drafted in the first round a year ago. He's going to be good to go. Christian Fulton, corner on the opposite end. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but I feel like, the, I don't know, the Giants, Saquon Barkley's back. He's healthy. You have new head coach Brian Dayball, who's the offensive coordinator for Buffalo a year ago. Kenny Galladay, who just disappointed last season. You know, he came in on the four-year, $72 million contract from Detroit. And just last season, just looking at his stats, he didn't even have a touchdown. Didn't even have a touchdown. 37 receptions, 521 yards. Hey, I don't know. Galladay, you'll have Kadarius Toney. I don't know. I like I, this is another game I don't know actually. They're at the Titans, but the Giants like I feel like they. I don't know. It's. I don't know. It's a toss up. I'm leaning towards the Titans, but it's a toss up. We'll have to see. Raiders and Chargers. I feel like that'll be the game of the week. Raiders. They brought in Devontae Adams. You have Hunter Renfro. You have Josh Jacobs. You have Darren Waller. You have Derek Carr, quarterback. The Chargers. Who they bring in defensively? J.C. Jackson's not playing week one, but they brought in J.C. Jackson, Khalil Mack. You have Darwin James, Joey Bosa. At L.A., SoFi Stadium, where the first game of the season was played, I'm going to have to give it to the Chargers. And I feel like Justin Herbert is either going to be Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson that wins player of the week. Who knows? Herbert's got all these weapons. You got Mike Williams. You got Keenan Allen. Right? You got Austin Eckler. It's going to be tough. Josh Palmer. It's going to be tough. Hey. I feel like the Chargers are going to win. I really do. Chargers, Raiders, that's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the wire. Who knows, man? Who knows? Next game, we got Chiefs and Cardinals. The Chiefs, who they lose? Tyreek Hill. One of the best receivers in the league. They lost Tyreek Hill. They did get MBS. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling from Green Bay. They still have Travis Kelsey, obviously. They did get Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's good. They did lose Tyron Matthew. But they did bring in Eric Reed to replace Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss the first six games. All right. They did bring in Marquise Brown. Zach Ertz is re-signed. You have Kyler Murray. He's got that brand new contract that he wanted. I don't know. I feel like this will be a high-scoring game. But I feel like the Chiefs will win just because they got Patrick Mahomes and Angie Reid. Better quarterback, better coach. This is going to be a high-scoring game, though. It will be. Chiefs and Cardinals. I feel like this game will be 41 Chiefs, 38 Cardinals. It can be that high of a game. It could be that high of a game, and Chiefs, they're going to come out. They're going to ball. Cardinals, Kyler Murray, he's going to do his thing. I feel like it'll be a high-scoring game. Chiefs are going to win. Buccaneers and Cowboys Sunday night. Ooh, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Bucks and Cowboys last year to start off the season. Now they'll play Sunday night at Dallas. Brady's back for another year. They did lose their all-pro center, Ryan Jensen, so that's going to be tough. They did bring in Julio Jones. You have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, Russell Gage they brought in, Kyle Rudolph they brought in that tight end, you have Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady obviously. Defensively, they still have Devin White, they still have Levante David as their linebacker core. They don't have the Dobbin Sue, but they do have Shaquille Barrett, you have Vita Vea, 
Go Tyron. Hey. Let's go crazy. Tampa Bay, Dallas. Dallas, lose Amari Cooper, but you have CD Lamb. You did lose Cedric Wilson. You do have Michael Gallup. Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott, obviously. Dalton Schultz. You have that offensive line. Who Tyron Smith is actually out. Actually out. Tyler Smith, your rookie tackle that you drafted. You have Zach Martin. But this Dallas Cowboys offensive line is falling. It is falling a little bit. Travis Frederick retired. Tyron Smith is out with an injury. Zach Martin's still there. You have Tyler Smith. They cut Leo Collins, who I didn't even mention, is on the Bengals. It's going to be tough. Buccaneers, Cowboys, I don't know. This game is also a toss-up. I don't know who's going to win. I feel like that's going to be a great game, but I don't know who's going to win. I'm leaning towards more of the Buccaneers because they got the GOAT, Tom Brady. But that's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. That brings us to the final game of week one. And it's a good game. I like the game. Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks. Who did the Denver Broncos trade for this offseason? Who do they trade for? Russell Wilson. Let's ride. You guys have seen it. Let's ride. And who's Russell Wilson going to be going against? Oh, his former team, the Seattle Seahawks. At Seattle, at 12th, man. Hey, Geno Smith won the starting quarterback battle against Drew Locke. I feel like that was the right choice. They still have Metcalf. They still have Lockett. No offense you got from the Broncos. All right? They drafted Kenneth Walker. Rashad Penny is still there. <sighs> Seahawks, I don't know, though. Defensively, you lost Bobby Wagner. You lost DJ Reed. I mean, Jamal Adams is still there, but... I don't know, man. It's tough. It really is. I do feel like the Broncos are going to win. I don't I don't want to necessarily say I feel like it's going to be a really close game. I just feel like, you know, just for, like, the story, just, like, Russell Wilson goes into Seattle, his former team, and leads a game-winning drive. I just feel like that would be the perfect score Monday night. The Broncos are going to win. They could either win comfortably or they'll win on a game-winning drive. But Broncos, Seahawks, hey, let's see it. Hey, Bronco Nation, let's ride, all right? Can you make it to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Tough AFC West. Tough AFC West. But, hey, Wilson's going to have Jerry Judy, Courtney Sutton. Tim Patrick is out for the year. But she has Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, running backs. Hey, like I said, Bronco Country, let's ride. You're going to ride week one. You're going to get that W. Let's see it. Let's see it. All right, though, guys. Just finished up week one slate. And that brings us to the end of this episode, all right? That brings us to the end of this episode. First episode in a while, like I said. I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to be back. Give you guys the content. I'm going to shoot this episode out as a preview before our games. And then afterwards, Sunday or Monday, I will give you another episode of the recap of the Sunday games. Love y'all. Glad to be back. Hey, it's football season, baby. It's football season. Let's get it. Let's ride. I love y'all. Until the next episode, y'all stay blessed. Y'all stay up, checking on one another, checking on your family, checking on your friends. Stay positive. I love y'all.